You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone and welcome into today's episode of Awaken Radio. I am really excited about the conversation that we're going to be having in this episode today. I have a really juicy topic for you, which is talking about wounded feminine and wounded masculine energy. And I want to help you in understanding these energies and how they may be playing out for you in yourself and in your life. And I also want to help you in understanding how to heal these energies. And I'm going to give you some really powerful perspectives and starting points on how to work on what is coming up around these energetic expressions. And this was a really um, powerful and kind of game-changing understanding for me when I came to understand that feminine and masculine energy, which we all have within us, these are energies that are present in ourselves and our bodies and are also present in nature and in life all around us. When I came to understand that in us as humans, masculine and feminine energy can have both a healthy and divine and empowered way of expressing itself. And it can also express itself in a wounded or shadow or toxic way. And this really changed the game for me when I was on my journey of feminine embodiment because I initially just thought there was only one expression of these energies, either feminine or masculine. (laughs) And so when I was on my journey of embodying more of my feminine, I just always thought when I was kind of in more of the feminine energetic that I was in my feminine. But a lot of the time I was actually in very wounded feminine energy that was disempowering and unhealthy and actually needed some deeper healing work for me to actually come fully into my power in my feminine. I also had a lot of very unhealthy expressions of masculine energy within me. And this left me feeling that masculine energy was bad. Because all I knew of in my own energy system was really unhealthy expressions and wounded expressions of masculine. I thought that masculine energy was was bad and was something that I wanted to reject and move away from. But when I came to understand, no, there's really healthy expressions of masculine energy that we can work with as women that is very deeply supportive for us, very grounding very stabilizing and gives us a lot of structure and support to our feminine energy, I began to understand, ha, huh, like I, I want to have some masculine energy in my system that I can draw on, but I need it to be a healthy, supportive expression. And so this is a real nuance to the masculine feminine energy work that we can do. And I really want to speak to it for you and help you understand it a little bit more. I mean, if you've done any of my programs or any of my trainings, you might have heard me teach on it before. But the perspective I'm going to give you on how to work through it today as we get towards the end of the episode, I don't think it's something I've shared before. So keep listening. It's going to be really, really powerful. So when women come to work with me, 
they very often come showing either and sometimes both, but either wounded feminine energy, which can express itself as a lot of insecurity and self-doubt, feeling very small, self-sacrificing ourselves, not being able to honor ourselves. And we really, as women, become these very small, disempowered, insecure, diminished versions of ourselves that never really get our needs met and that are constantly seeking and searching and grasping for love. Because love is incredibly important to the feminine, yet from a wounded feminine expression, we're looking outside of ourselves for that love and we will do whatever we need to do to get it. All women come into my space functioning very much in a wounded masculine energy. And it's not that they are masculine. A lot of these women have a deeply feminine core. Like at the core of themselves, they're deeply feminine, but they've built a masculine shield, a masculine outer exterior that has been created to help them survive and cope in the world. Perhaps at some stage where they receive messaging that their feminine wasn't safe, wasn't welcome, wasn't a part of them that got them love and connection. And so they built more of a masculine energy as a way to survive in the world and thrive in the world. And so women will come in that energy very heady, very disconnected from their body, very achievement focused, high achievers, perfectionists high expectations on themselves, their whole worth is tied up in how much they can achieve and do. And there's a real actual disconnection from their feminine core that's right at the center of them, right? And they're stuck in this masculine shield. And when I started doing this work, I was really operating in both. And maybe you can see yourself operating in both. And I tended to swing between the two. And sometimes I would be really deeply in my feminine, in kind of a wounded, messy feminine, chaotic, victim, victim-y, um, drowning in my emotions, feeling so insecure and needy and unmet and aching for more love and connection and validation and approval and belonging. And then I would swing the other way. Sometimes when being in that feminine space got too uncomfortable, I would then swing the other way and be like, right, we need to get back in control of everything. And I'd get up in my head and I'd start doing things and start trying to achieve and work in my business and hustle and make things happen as a way of actually avoiding all of those uncomfortable feelings that came up in the wounded feminine. So in the wounded feminine, if I felt unworthy and and not enough and less than and you know I was comparing myself to other women and not feeling good about myself I'd then come into the wounded masculine and be like right we're gonna fix this we're gonna get in control of this (laughs) let's go and achieve something and do something and prove to everyone that we are enough yeah the wounded masculine energy is an energy of proving Let's prove through how much I do, through how much I achieve, through how strong and self-sufficient and independent I am, that I'm not actually that little insecure, needy, worthless version. No, I'm strong. And so we tend to then swing, right? And so you will be then in the, in the wounded masculine for a while, and then you hit burnout. 
and then you get exhausted and then you get depleted and you go, oh no, I want to come back to the feminine. But then again, you're in that space for too long and you start to feel pathetic and worthless because you're not achieving anything and you're just drowning in your emotions and you can see how we begin to swing like a pendulum between these two wounded expressions of energy. And that was how I lived most, <laughs> most of my life. That was literally how I lived most of my life. And often what was happening for me, and again, reflect on this in yourself, my wounded feminine played out primarily in my relationships. So my relationships with men was where most of my wounded feminine came through. And my relationships with my work and my business was where most of my wounded masculine came through. Okay. And so maybe you can relate to this. And if you can, beautiful. So we're going to get a little bit deeper now and I'll, I'll just break down a little bit more about what wounded feminine and wounded masculine look like, these qualities, so you can really understand them. And then I want to offer you a really powerful perspective on how to create some shifts around this because you can definitely shift it. You can definitely heal it. And I know when you're in it, you can feel like, oh my God, this feels like so much. How do I actually resolve this and work on this? But it's 100% possible. I've journeyed it. I teach people how to journey it. And um, I'm going to give you something today that will really help you with this. Before I get into that, I just really quickly want to share two powerful and exciting announcements. The first is that I'm running a free two-day training called the Embodied Feminine that is coming up very soon. You can register for that uh, via the link in my show notes, and you're really going to come to understand and experience in this training just how important. Uh, just how powerful embodiment work is for women and why actually working with our body is the missing piece for women and is really the key to us accessing everything we are truly desiring to feel and experience. The body is the way for us as women. So I'm going to teach a masterclass on this and then we're going to go through a live guided feminine embodiment session together. So if you want to come to that, it's totally free. Come and register your spot in the show notes. And the second announcement is that enrollments for Divine Femme are open. This is my signature six-month program for women. This is where we do all of this deeper work around unraveling the patterns of the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine, really coming into your embodied and empowered feminine, divine feminine expression, and really building out healthy masculine energy within yourself so that you can feel grounded, uh, able to implement boundaries, able to speak your truth, able to honor yourself, able to create systems and structures in your life that actually hold your feminine. And you're going to learn a lot about feminine living and really starting to build your life on the foundations of nourishing and embodying your feminine energy, radiance, magnetism, power. Oh, she's going to be juicy. So if you want to take part in this round of Divine Femme, just head down to the show notes 
to click the link and learn more all about it and register your spot. Okay, so let's talk about, and I've given you a few little uh, examples already, but I want to break it down a little bit more for you. Let's talk about wounded feminine energy and some indicators and examples of what you might see um, if you are running this expression of energy in your body and in your system. So a really big part of this is the external seeking. And I'm going to talk about this a bit later. Actually, both wounded masculine and wounded feminine energy are all about external seeking. They really are. They are a way that we look outside of ourselves and run our behavior in a way to get our needs met externally because we don't know how to meet them internally and be with what's happening within us. Okay, so the as I was saying earlier, the desire for love is incredibly important to the feminine. It is to all beings, but incredibly important to the feminine. So in a wounded feminine, you will have a lot of patterns of seeking for external love and external validation, and you will modify yourself in whatever way is needed to get it. I used to do this so much in my 20s. I just became whoever anyone wanted me to be, who everyone wanted me to be. In different environments that I went into, I became a different version of myself based on what got me love and connection and validation in that moment, in that particular dynamic. So I was very much a chameleon and just playing roles and wearing masks in order to ensure I was always loved. So that's very much the wounded feminine, a lot of seeking for external love, approval, belonging, and validation. There's also a deep insecurity when you're in the wounded feminine, a deep feeling of not being enough, of being broken, of lacking particular things. You'll, you're very self-critical in this space. You'll see all the things that you don't have, all the aspects of you that aren't enough. And you're very needy from this space because it's a real space of lack and emptiness within yourself, lacking the things that you want to feel. And so you're needy of people and the world to meet you and help you feel how you want to feel and fill these voids inside of you. And so we can see a lot of numbing behavior going on here and a lot of um, unhealthy, addictive behavior here around food, around sex around Netflix binges, online shopping, alcohol, all the things that we use to try to plug up the holes within ourselves. Yeah. Online dating, swiping, all of it. Wounded feminine is also where we see people pleasing happening, which ties into what I said earlier. So we are, are thinking subconsciously, who do I need to be to get the love that I want? How do I make people happy? How do I keep everyone around me happy and liking me? How do I please these people? Because that's the way that I'm going to get the love and connection that I want. So there's a lot of self-sacrifice in the wounded feminine. There's a lot of denial of her needs and wants. There's a lot of self-abandonment. We will abandon ourselves <laughs> and then be what we think other people want and we need to please them. Um, 
and doesn't matter if we completely disconnect from and numb out to ourselves and abandon ourselves along the way. There will be patterns of manipulation. So we will subtly use manipulative behavior in order to get our needs met. Maybe things we do with our partner, maybe things we do at work, maybe things we do with our kids. There is this undercurrent of manipulation, emotional manipulation that we use to get what we want and need. Uh, there can be a lot of over dramatic energy, chaotic, very, very dramatic, very over the top, very uh, often attention seeking for her drama, using drama to get attention and people's, um, you know, concern and, and caring, you know, caring about her through having problems and drama and challenges and also drowning in your emotions. So just wallowing in the woe is me and kind of like getting into this really swampy, drowny place around your emotions, a lot of wallowing. And as a result, being a lot in victim energy, the wounded feminine sees herself as a victim. Life happens to me poor me. Um, I can't do this because life is against me. It works for everyone else, but not me. And she constantly wants to be rescued. She's waiting for the knight in shining armor to come and rescue her. She's waiting for some coach or mentor to come and rescue her. She wants to be saved because she doesn't know how to save herself. You'll see comparison, putting other women on pedestals and minimizing yourself. You'll see overgiving. So again, this is the self-sacrificing energy. It's like, I will just give as much of myself as possible in order to have you like me, in order to keep you happy. Um, from this space, we think the more that we get, the more that we will receive. And we only feel worthy of receiving through the more that we give. <laughs> so we give a lot and then we resent how much we give. And we blame people for taking from us but we're not taking responsibility for the pattern of overgiving that we're running. Very worried about what people think of her. You will see a lot of this in the wounded feminine constantly in her mind, trying to, to get into other people's shoes and think, what would they think of me about that? And are they going to like this? And are they going to judge this about me? And oh, like that hyper awareness of how she's being perceived and also questioning and doubting herself a lot. So you'll struggle with trusting yourself, with backing your own decisions, with believing in yourself. And there'll be this constant questioning and doubting of yourself. Now, if you can relate to a lot of that, don't be hard on yourself. This is very common for a lot of us as women to experience this. I still feel myself at times drop into these energetics. Don't judge yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. But just have awareness. And as we get towards the end of the episode, you'll come to understand a bit more about how to work through this. Okay, so wounded masculine energy. Let's talk a bit about that. So this is when we'll see, and this I'm talking about this in how it expresses in women. You know, we might see in men a lot of toxic masculinity in our society, but I'm speaking about it more through how I see it manifest through women. Um, this will be a woman who's highly competitive um, and competitive sometimes against men. 
I mean, I sometimes used to compete with my partners, uh, compete with men I was dating, um, try to one-up them through my achievements. So we'll be end up being in a very competitive space, competitive with other women. So not able to really collaborate and celebrate and support other women, but really be in that competitive mindset. We'll see the energy of the overachiever. The woman who is always striving to achieve, she goes above and beyond. She's an A-type. She's a high achiever. She's always aiming for the next goal, the next outcome, the next target to hit. And she can't even actually acknowledge what she's achieved. Like nothing's enough when we're in this energy. I know this one well. Nothing's enough. No matter what you achieve. It's not enough for you and it never leaves you feeling enough in yourself. You always feel like you have to be achieving more and there's still more for you to achieve for you to feel enough. Yeah. And this is because your worth is tied to how much you achieve. So in the wounded masculine, our worth becomes tied to how much we do, how much we give and how much we achieve. And so we'll find in times where we're not achieving much, or if we pull back from achieving or doing or in a time of rest, we start to feel worthless. We start to find it really hard to find a sense of worth and value in ourselves. And this is why women in this energy struggle to rest, struggle to relax, struggle to let themselves take breaks, because they then have all this feeling of worthlessness come up when they're not achieving so we'll see as well in the wounded masculine work addiction doing addiction um, and like i said being unable to slow down rest and relax and i spent a long time in this energy i can very easily get into work addiction um overachieving overdoing you know that that energetic can really still play out for me. It's a big one I continue to work on. In the wounded masculine, we'll see control. Um, Very controlling of people, of um, time, of resources, money, of her body, of her appearance. Just a lot of patterns of control running from this energy. Uh, We mentioned like goal-focused, constantly striving for the next outcome, pushing, forcing, and hustling. From this energy, we don't understand how to relax and trust and allow and surrender and believe that if we let go, we're going to be okay. Yeah. So we have to push and force and hustle to make sure that we feel safe and that we get the outcomes that we need. We'll also see perfectionism here, um, really high standards like you, you pretty much will continue to aim for being perfect. You'll never get there. Nothing will be good enough for you. There is this really obsessive perfectionism that can go on. Um, There's an emotional unavailability too, which can play out in your relationships. You might be avoidant or aloof. You might act like you don't need people. You might be out of touch with your own emotions. Um, There's a real like appearance of being very strong and independent and self-sufficient. A lot of hard, closed tenseness going on in the body and very heady. So a lot of energy is up in the mind. A woman in her wounded masculine does not trust her body. 
She doesn't have a relationship with her body. She's just running from the mind, strategizing, um, thinking, analyzing, planning, controlling, right? That is her whole way of functioning in the world. And it's very difficult for her to let go of that. So again, you might relate to a lot of that. And like I said, I'm familiar with both these energies and it's not going to serve us to judge ourselves for being in these energies. And it can feel overwhelming when you first start noticing them. Um, but awareness is the first step. So whatever's coming up in you right now as you're hearing this and you're like, oh my God, Connie, this is like me. <laughs> I'm, I'm all of these things. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, just take a breath into what you're feeling. And just trust that maybe some things are starting to move already as we talk about this. Yeah. Okay. So where does this come from? Where do these energies, where do these expressions of these energies come from? Well, the reason I call them wounded feminine and wounded masculine, you know, some people call them, like I said, toxic feminine, toxic masculine or shadow feminine, shadow masculine. I call them wounded because I see them as coming from a wounded space. They are being driven by a wound inside of us. And this is how we start to actually heal them and transform them is understand what the wound is that is driving these expressions of behavior. And like I said before, all of these expressions of behavior are seeking for something. They are actually serving a purpose. They are, are a pattern of behavior that is running to try to get a need met. But they're being driven by a wound rather than from a genuine, empowered, embodied and grounded space. And I'm telling you now, it does not matter how much you do from wounded energy, you will never actually feel how you want to feel. You will never actually feel like your needs are truly met. You will never be satisfied. It is like a bucket that's got holes in the bottom. You can keep putting water in that, just like you can keep trying to get that external love, that external validation, achieve more, do more. But it's just going to run on through and you're still going to feel empty. And we will be on this cycle for years until we start to realize, oh, my God, no matter what I do, no matter how much love I get from this person, no matter how much I achieve, I still feel empty. And so the work is actually filling up the holes in the bucket, doing the healing work, healing the wounds that are that leaky part where all the energy is leaking out the bottom of the bucket, plugging up the holes, doing the work. And then you can actually truly receive and you can actually truly hold and you can actually truly feel how you want to feel the things that come into the bucket. You actually hold and feel experience they permeate you yeah you become embodied in them okay so the way these wounds that are um, playing out for us are very much related to um, our experience growing up and you know I want you to think about uh, how was masculine and feminine energy modeled in your home what aspects of your own masculine and feminine energy did you get love and validation and praise for? 
for a lot of women, uh, we are more validated and praised and loved for our achievements, especially from our fathers, which was my experience. And so we tend to lean more into the masculine thinking. That's what gets me love. And then maybe aspects of our feminine, like our emotions and our sensitivity and our creativity and our playfulness were not as uh, acknowledged or seen or validated. And so we start to think that these parts of us aren't wanted. So our relationship to masculine and feminine energy is being shaped by our upbringing. And so there'll be parts of either your feminine and masculine energy that you didn't receive love, validation, praise for. You weren't seen in, you weren't really heard and held in. And so you'll make them wrong and you'll judge them and push them away and decide that they're unwanted. They're not aspects of you that people want to see. And you'll start to develop a wound. Now, anytime we feel like a part of ourselves isn't loved, isn't welcomed, we inherently feel that we are not enough, that we are not lovable. And that creates a big, deep wound within us. And and that's a wound that we carry all throughout our adulthood, which then gets expressed through our behavior now. And so when you were younger, what what needs were not met for you? What did you deeply crave that you didn't get? Did you crave to be loved, held, seen, heard in your emotions, heard in your desires, celebrated for all of you? Did you desire to feel safe, protected? Did you desire to be supported? What was it that you felt like there were there were needs there that were not met? Yeah. Whatever there's when there's these deep needs within our bodies and our systems that weren't met, this is what's playing out through your wounded behavior now. You're still trying to get those particular needs met. You're still trying to feel a certain way about yourself through running these wounded expressions of behavior. And so all of these wounded spots within us that have never been felt and met and healed are now driving how we express our feminine and masculine energy in the world. So when it comes to working on these particular patterns, here's what I want to offer you. The first thing is, is what most people do is they try to just work on the surface expression of the problem. So they'll see uh, an expression of their wounded feminine or wounded masculine energy, perfectionism, people pleasing, overgiving, worrying what other people think, a work addiction, yeah, always doing, being unable to rest. And they go, how do I fix that? And they'll try to create a strategy around changing that behavior on a surface level, problem solving it. And we look at these expressions of behavior and we're like, I don't like that. How do I change that? How do I fix that? And so we're working with the, ex- the surface expression, the external expression of the problem, the manifestation. We're not working with the true root cause of why you're running those patterns of behavior in the first place, which is the wound. It's the wound within you that is running the expression of wounded feminine 
or wounded masculine energy. And so we have to go deeper than just trying to fix and problem solve and change the external expression of the behavior, right? And so here's the big thing. And depending how much work you've done within yourself, this might be something you can grasp or this might be something that's going to take a little bit more time. But behind every one of these behaviors that are expressing as wounded feminine energy or wounded masculine energy is a sensation that you don't want to feel. There is a sensation that rises in your body, that rises in your system. There's a pain, an ache, a wound, a desire, a yearning for something, a need for something, a feeling like something's missing, rising in your system. And because you don't know how to meet that and feel that and hold yourself in that, that energy then rises and starts to drive your behavior and drive your thinking. And you react from that energy that's rising rather than feeling it and holding it. And so you react from it and you start to run these patterns of behavior. I need to start overworking. I need to start going to grasp for some love. I need to be perfect. I need to go and please this person. And it's all coming from this wounded space within you that you don't know how to meet and hold and be with. And so behind every one of these behaviors is a sensation in your body that you don't want to feel. Yeah. Now that's a big kind of idea. But this is where we start to work with it. And what it means is that In the moment you want to run that pattern of behavior, there's a wound that's been activated in your system and we need to get better and and really understand how to work with our wounds rather than just running behavior to try to get something to fix the wound. You see, so the wound that's coming up, like I was saying, it's an ache, a need, a desire, a discomfort is something that's coming up inside of you. And because you don't know how to feel it, you go, I'm going to get something from the external world to try to make this better. But if you do that, you're going to keep looping and looping and looping in your life. Trying to get more, grasp for more, achieve more, be better, be more lovable, be more perfect, be what everyone wants until the day you die. And you're never actually truly going to meet the need of that part of you that's coming up. Okay. So we need to go in and be with the energy that's driving these behaviors, the sensation that's coming up in our body. We need to listen to what's happening. Listen to this part of ourselves, feel it, heal it, do the inner child work, move the energy, go deeper into the sensation and actually be with the discomfort that we're trying to avoid by running these expressions of wounded and feminine masculine energy. The behavior is a way that you're trying to avoid what you're feeling. Yeah. Okay. So the way that, that I would love to offer you to work through this. Now, this is kind of, this can be some advanced work. And this is why I created the whole divine femme program, because I actually hold you through this over six months. Like, This is quite big work when we start really meeting the wounded parts of ourselves, healing them on a deep root cause level, unraveling old parts of our behavior, which 
quite honestly, you start to maybe go through some ego deaths and identity shifts as you unravel these old aspects of yourself that are wounded expressions of you. And then you actually start to really come back into wholeness, into the true empowered expression of you, into what does healthy feminine masculine energy look like, not only in myself, but in my life. Okay, so it's big work, which is why the Divine Femme program will take you through this this whole journey if it's something you feel to embark on. But what I would invite you to do is when you notice um, one of these behaviors wanting to run, that you stop and you slow down and you tune into your body. And you ask yourself, what's happening in my body right now? What am I feeling right now? What sensations are present in my body? What energy is moving in my body? What part of me has been triggered or activated here? And what is this part of me craving? What is this part of me yearning for? What is this part of me aching for? What is this part of me needing? What is the wound here? What needs to be felt and met within me? Ask yourself, what what is it that I am, what need within me am I trying to get met through this external behavior? By working more, by achieving more, by pleasing that person, by um, self-sacrificing myself, by trying to manipulate here, by um, giving more, by, you know, being perfect. What need am I trying to meet? How am I trying to feel? What am I hoping that behavior is going to allow me to feel? Okay, you're running that behavior because you're trying to get something. You're trying to experience a feeling. You're trying to get a need met. And if you can understand what it is, it is the deeper driver of that and actually come and meet that need within yourself. Do you know what starts to happen? You start to come back to wholeness. You start to come back to wholeness within yourself. And you no longer have to show up in your life or a place of wounding, looking outside of yourself for all the things that you think are going to complete you. You start to find that within yourself. You start to learn how to meet the needs of your inner self. Meet the younger parts. And then you start to feel this incredible sense of wholeness within yourself, this embodied worth, this embodied safety, this embodied calmness and confidence and knowing of who you are, embodied self-love. And then anything that comes in, you, you, you're just receiving it. You're just open to receiving it. It's not like an empty bucket with holes where everything runs through. You actually start to feel now what truly comes in. You know, so for me, for example, um, I used to go to my partner a lot or men in general for affection, love, reassurance, connection. I wanted to feel wanted by a man. It was like a deep ache. And so I just ran this behavior for ages until one day I started to sit down and feel into my body and be like, what's happening in my body? 
And I realized there was this little girl within me that was still craving daddy's love. She was deeply craving love and she was feeling so much pain that she never got it. And so I had to sit with her and I had to listen to her and feel her pain and honor her needs and meet her needs and give her the love that she was craving. And when I did, she calmed down inside of me. She felt love. She felt enough. And then she didn't have to keep running my behavior. I used to also seek a lot of validation through my work. And I would notice this when I would feel that frenetic energy of I need to do more. I need to go check if that Instagram post got likes on it. How many people listen to the podcast? Um, Have we made any sales yet? That frenetic energy? I'd have to stop and take a breath. What's happening in my body? And I could feel this little graspy part of me. It was like she had these little hands and she would kind of grasp and grasp and grasp and grasp and get and get and get and get. Because she was deeply craving some validation to show her that she was enough. So I had to sit with her and hold her and love her and help her feel that she is enough in who she is. Not through what she achieves, not through how much people validate her but through the little girl that she is. And that came through my own healing work with myself. So this is the work. (sighs) So this episode ended up going really deep. Um, I've given you a lot here. This is almost like a masterclass (laughs) um, on these energies. And I I hope it was really, really powerful for you. It might be be one you want to re-listen to. So if you want to journey deeper with me, as I've been saying, Divine Femme is the place to do it. We do all this deep embodied healing, um, liberating yourself from these patterns that just keep you on the treadmill of never feeling enough and actually really coming into embodied wholeness and power and worth. And I mean, from that place, you actually truly get to fully receive the things you're craving from an, an empowered space, not a wounded space. And if you also want to journey with me in my free upcoming training, The Embodied Feminine, ooh, she's going to be good. Come and register your spot in that training as well. So thank you so much for being tuned in today. I loved sharing this conversation with you and I look forward to talking to you again next time.